సహనావతు సహనౌనక్తు సహవీర్యంకరవాహై తేజస్వినవధీతమస్తు విన్విషావహై శాంతిశాంతిశాంతి ఓం పూర్ణమద పూర్ణమిదం పూర్ణాత్ పూర్ణముదక్ష్యే పూర్ణస్య పూర్ణమాగాయ పూర్ణమేవాశిష్యే ఓం శాంతి 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 ప్యాయంతమాంగాని వాక్రాణశ్చక్షుశ్రోత్రమసో భయమింద్రియాణి చర్వాణి సర్వం బ్రహ్మోపనిషదం మాహం బ్రహ్మ నిరాకుర్యాకరోద అనిరాకరణమస్వనిరాకరణమేస్తు తదాత్మని నిరతేయనిషత్సు ధర్మాస్తే మయి సూ తే మయి సూశాంతిశాంతిశాంతిస్మృతిపురాణానాలయం కరుణాలయం నమామి భగవత్పాదం శంకరం లోకశంకరం శంకరం శంకరాచార్యం కేశవం బాదరాయణం సూత్రభాష్యకృత వందే భగవంతరోపునఃపునరో గురురాత్మే మూర్తిభేద విభాగినే వ్యోమగ్యాప్తేహాయ దక్షిణాక్షరముద్గీతముపాసిత్యుద్గాయ్యాఖ్యాన ఏవమేవేషసంప్రసాదరీరాసముత్థాయరంజేతుపసంపద్యస్వేనూపేణమిష్పద్యతేత్రపరీదక్షక్రీడందమాన నోపజనం స్మరన్ ఇదం శరీరం సయోగ్య ఆచరణేయుక్తమేవాయం శరీరే ప్రాణోయుక్త సో మాస్టర్సింగ్ సత్రీతిరీతిమూసవాహరాశ్రీయ ప్రకృతస్వరూప అభినిష్పన్నవాచిత్వస్యూదర్ దిస్కషన్ సబ్జెక్ట్ మేర్ ఆఫ్ డిస్కషన్ 
ఇది సంప్రసాద అస్మా శరీర సముత్థాయ పరం జ్యోతి రూప సంబంధ్య స్వేణ రూపేణ సమ్ పాయింట్ ఇన్ ద్యాట్ సమ్ పాయింట్ ఇన్ ద్యాట్ హీ సీజ్ హిమ్ సెల్ఫ్ ఇన్ ద్యాట్ 
as Vindra, Atma Vindra, as Vindra, Jakshat Hasan Bhakshanva Bhakshan Chavachanidi Ipsitan. Since the wise person sees himself as everything, as a self of all, therefore sometimes he sees himself as Indra. Indra, Indradi, Atma, Indra, etc. So we, Indra also, Raja, Deheshu, he may see himself as a king, etc. also. Jakshirvin, Hasan, or Bhakshenva, he is laughing or he is eating. Bhakshenvin, Bhakshan, Utsavachan, Bhakshenva. So, eating, good and bad things. But good and bad is the desirable, you know, desirable things eats, that's what it is. Why Uchavacha, I don't know, but anyway, Ipsidan. Ipsidan Bhakshan. Eating or enjoying what is very desirable. Kachit. Then Tika says, line 16, on the page 418, Tatra, Hasyade, Vyasyadi, Sapekshatva, Hauchitya, Jakshat, Hasan. And so, laughing. So laughing presupposes someone with him is laughing. Vyasyadi, Sapekshatva, Hauchitya. So enjoy laughing only with People of the same age, you know. So, Vaisyan means people of the same age. So, Vaisyani, Sabekshatva, Uchityan. So, who are those with whom he is laughing? So, Katham So, in that reading it is Katham. How does he laugh about it, you know? So, with, with people of his own age. Meaning that if sita, if sita and ganantara, katham is the question part. In case there is the word katham, if sita and katham. So if that part is there then, it means that he is asking, katham is the question as to who are the people with whom he is laughing, etc. Then Pachin Muno Matrehi Sankal Padeva Samuthitehi Brahma Loki Keva Kridan. So Jakshat Kridan. Kridan sporting. With whom? Brahma Loki With those who are in Brahma Loka. Sporting is always with, with people. Could be anything, but then generally sporting is with. with other human beings. So I guess that may be the answer to the question Katham. So Brahma Lavaki Supposedly the wise person is Brahma. He is now the Upadhi of Brahma. So he enjoys things obtaining the Brahma Loka. How did he become Brahma? Saguna Brahma with Rupenaityadha. Of course, he knows himself as Brahman, knows himself as self of all. So, knows himself also as self of Hiranyagarbha. Sometimes he sees himself as Hiranyagarbha. Sometimes he sees himself as Indra or a king. And therefore, he is laughing, eating variety of things. Sometimes he sees himself as Hiranyagarbha, who is supposedly resides in the Brahmaloka. So, Brahma Lavakikai, with the entities, objects, or with the entities obtaining Brahma Loka, Kridan sporting with them. So, Brahma Lavakikai Vayati, Purama Brahma Loka Stai. Those which are already there in Brahma Loka with him, with them, he sports. 
So what is Vashakrata? Manasaya only in the mind. So the evakara na yukta So looks like that even only with the mind only doesn't, doesn't seem to be appropriate in keeping with the conclusions arrived in those Brahma Sutras. Teacher, if this is your question. So, the Tikakara takes opportunity to connect this with the other discussion that took place earlier. Satyam Brahma Logikasya Vidva Shridasyabe Mano Matra Parinamatva so answer is that the sharira that the wise person has in Brahmuloka, the sharira also is not a tangible body like that. That body of the wise person also is only mental. So Muru Matra Parinamatva. Because that's a very subtle body. On the earth you require this gross body to enjoy the earthly objects. But as you rise above, you don't have this gross body. You say that when you go to heaven, then it's a body predominantly element fire. If you rise up, the body becomes subtler and subtler is not this gross body anyway. So therefore those bodies also are the result of, they are all subtle bodies, not gross bodies. So the body here in Brahmaloka also, even though it can be called body, but it's not a tangible body like this. That body also is the transformation of the mind, subtler and subtler transformation. So, manasāya vidyukta midinadurusha vāsyakara manasāya is quite all right. No, no, evam eva vidushaya sarvatvena manusharya tādātmasyāvi kūrvakāya sismarane evam eva Vidusha Sarvatvena. So as you say, sometimes as Indra, sometimes as Hiranyagarva, he enjoys these things. And sometimes he also becomes Manisha, isn't it? I mean, after all, if he, he sees himself as Sarva Baal, well, at least he was Manisha earlier, before the dawn of knowledge. So Vidusha Sarvatvena. Manushyadehatanatmasyabhi purukāyamasis marane. So before the knowledge, he looked upon himself, Manushya, as a human being, meaning identified this body as every ignorant person does. This person also did earlier and always looked upon himself as body. So purukāyamasis marane. So that memory also can be there, that, so when he recalls himself as a gross body, Puravat Vidusha Dukkham in the past whenever he looked upon himself as body, always Dukkha. Because body always is Dukkha. Janma Mrityu Jara Vyadi etc. And so, associating the body means Dukkha. So Dukkha is because of the body. Body is because of Janma. Janma is because of Karma. Karma is because of Ragadvesha. Ragadvesha is because of Abhimana. Abhimana is because of ignorance. So that being the case, Dukkham Syat, wherever there is this cross body and identification of the body, there is nothing but Dukkha. Idhyasankya. Tattva jnanena, tattaratmasya bhari tattva. This is all anyway, so taking all this in literal sense creates this difficulty. Upanishad simply describes the result of a saguna brahmavit as a stuti for the nirguna brahmavya, you know, nirguna brahmavidya. For whatever reason, Vashyakara has taken this in. So this discussion came earlier also. And now also that, there is no discussion of that, but then remaining sentences. Tattva-jnāyana, tattādātmasya bhāri-tattvār. He says here tādātmaya, identification, the gross body, when you are ignorant. 
Even if he remembers his past days and sees what all he was doing at that time, but now Bhadidam, now no more looks upon himself as a body anyway. So by virtue of the self-knowledge, there is no more a true identification of the body. Hey, there is Bhadidanavrutti. So not that smaram. So even if there is smarana of the body, it is not smarana memory as I am the body. Even if there is, then you can have memory of anything. It is not simply memory that makes you miserable, unhappy or unhappy. It is what's the nature of memory. So remembering body may not bring to anything. But remembering my body as myself, so that is what will make you miserable. But even if he remembers body, he is no more my body or I am the body because that I-ness and mine-ness of body is destroyed on account of knowledge. So not a smarana. So whether it, it means it does not remember the body or it does not remember body is I, that will be easy. You can remember the body, but like any other body. So simple remembrance of body, seeing the body, doesn't cause unhappiness. Nothing causes happiness, only when you connect anything with I, that's when happiness or unhappiness can happen. As an ignorant person, you always connected body as I and looked upon I as body. Which is what, then very thought is miserable. Because then you feel limited anyway. Whether heat and cold and things are there or not, the fact that you look upon yourself as body means you are limited, insignificant. And that very sense of insignificant makes one miserable. So, natasmarna maybe that memory is not there, that's what the Upanishad said. So, na upajanam stri pumsayo anyo anyo pagamena jayate di upajanam. His body, he no more remembers. So no upajanam smaranna. Not remembering upajanam. What is upajanam? So tikas upashabda upagavachi diyuktva. Upaga means joining, conjoining. So upajanam is three pumsayo anyo anyo upagamena jayateti. That body that is born of conjoining of the man and woman, that body that he had earlier. Or samipyavashiva sashabda upasamipya, upa also means the samipyam, the proximity. Tachya samipyam tadatmyam. Only the body which is very proximate to him. So body that was born as the of the parents, or the body that is very, very proximate to him. How proximate? Atma bhavena, body that was his own self because of the identification. So, tachya samipyam tadatmyam. So, Vaishnava is atma bhavena va atma samipyena. So, upajanam means atma samipyam, that which is proximate to the self. So, what is meant by proximity of the body is Atma Bhavayana, look upon, looking upon body as one's own self because of ignorance, that way body become very proximate. And that's why it became the cause of unhappiness. It's not just the body. But then, Samipyana, because proximity, how much proximity is? Because of being oneness with the body. So, Atma Bhavayana, Atma samipyena jayate di upajanam idam shariram. Tadnasmaran, he does not anymore remember that body. <coughs> so, Sishti Gatna upajanam smaradiyatsya tatra pariyari purvena anvaya. Tatra pariyari. There in his own self he revels. He moves about not remembering the body. 
So when, so tatra pariyadi, when he moves apart, tatra means swim him in his own glory. At that time, there is no remembrance of the body. That's what is meant here. So if you look at now, before we proceed further, look at what Anandagiri says. No upajanari pratikam gurita vyakarati stilpum sevoiti. Tannasvaran pariyari samandha, not remembering pariyati. Now going down to that footnote, Satatra pariyatra sa upasampattayati svayam vyakhyanat. So who is Saha? That Purupakshi also has explained self upasampatta, meaning one where the train is own self is pariyati. Tatrityasya sve mahimnitivat svatmani svasthatayatiyatha bhavat padukta sutram sangachate. If sa, that if sa, is upasampatta, that is except. Sa, so Purupakshi says, sa and tatra are different entities. This discussion came earlier. Saha, meaning wise person, tatra, in uttam purusha, pariyati. The wise person moves about in the uttam purusha, the supreme person. So uttam purusha being adhikaranam, the locus. And wise person, adhikartara means what? Located, locus and located. So the two of them. So it is, he accepts that sahatatra pariyati, samins upasampatta. So one who has attained his own nature. is sve mahim nitivat. So then tatra is interpreted by Bhashyagaya, sve mahim, not indifferent from himself in his own glory. Swatmani, swasthataya, in his own self, swasthataya, as his own self. Idartha, Bhagavad Pariyukta Sutram Sangachate. Therefore, the meaning that Mahasaka has given very appropriately uh, you know, fits into the whole context. Japsatkini Ityari Falandu Dharavidyapala. So, laughing and sporting, etc., is all really the result of the Saguna Brahma Vidya or meditation upon Hiranyakara. Whereas becoming of becoming of Hiranyakarma, as Hiranyakarma then is laughing, etc. Imagine that's what he needs to do in Brahmaloka also, whatever. So, Atratu Nirguna Vidyayam Stuttyartam Kitravi Sanchevaha. So here this is mentioned as Stuti or as extolling the Nirguna Brahma Vidya. Meaning that we do not have to take this description literally. That description literally would apply to only the knower of Saguna Brahma or Upasaka. Here it is in, in the context of Nirguna Vidya is only for praising the Nirguna Vidya. Abhicha Prajapate Prasamika Upadesha Jiva Brahma Ikyavara. So this is a this is argument towards one who looks upon Tatra and Saya as different. Tatra is Brahma and Saha is Jiva. So Jiva is reveling in Brahma. So Jiva is different from Brahma. So there is a whole... And these pronouns also lend themselves to that kind of interpretation. Because Saha and Tatra, so Tatra is location. And Saha is one is located and looks like they are two different entities. So looks like that passage is only expounding the divide between Brahman and Jiva. So with reference to that says, Abhija Prajapadehe Prathamika Upadesha Jiva Brahma Aikya Paheva. Look, Prajapati only intended to convey the Aikya identity between Jiva and Brahma. Pratham, primarily what Prajapati wants to convey is the identity between Jiva and Brahma. Yesha, Akshini Purusho, Dushyade, Yesha, Atma, Dehovaja, Eda Namadam, Abhayam, Eda Brahma, Even though Prajavadi did say Akshini Purusha, 
the person there is an eye, the drashta. But again that drashta was qualified as etad amurdam, abhayam, etad brahma. So Prajapati made a point to every time state this, that whether it is waker or dreamer or deep sleeper, in each case Prajapati never failed to mention Ilamrutam, Avayam, Etat Brahma. So primarily that is what Prajavati wants to convey. Not that Vaika dreamer, etc. Primarily, this is what he wants to convey. That one is Amrutam, Avayam, Brahma, alone is Vaika, that alone is dreamer, that alone is deep sleeper. Then Atra Parenapi, Akshi Purusha, Jivaya Vidya Abhivakatam. So one who looks upon Jiva Brahma as, as different, he also accepts that Akshi Purusha is Jiva, naturally. Not a reflection. So even the devalists also accept that Akshi Purusha doesn't mean a reflection, it means also Jivatma. Parandu tasya esha duryojam. If that Akshi Purusha is Jivatma, how do you call him Amrutam, Avayam? So, Esha Atma, is Amrutam, Avayam. So, each one is qualified Esha Atma also. Esha, Akshri Purusho, Drishya say, Esha Atma, the Ovacha, Eta Amrutam, Avayam, Eta Brahma, Eta. So, each one also is called Esha Atma. The waker, dreamer, deep sleeper, each one of them is also called Esha Atma. This is Atma. So if this Esha is Jivatma, according to that interpretation then, how do you call Jivatma as Atma? So Tasya, Esha Atma is Duryojan. Duryojan means what? Difficult to really connect the Atma or Atma with Jiva. To explain Jiva as Atma is very difficult. Tanmate Atma-shabdasya, Parmatma-ni-mukhyatvat, because they also accept that Atma primarily means Parmatma, not Jivatma. So if you want to say Esha is Jivatma, and then Atma is Parmatma, so how do you, you take one in the secondary sense? Take Parmatma in secondary sense, Jivatma is primary, you can take Jivatma as secondary and Parmatma as primary also. Amruta Vaitvadikam api jana marana adhimati na sangachyate. And jiva means what? Jana maranavan. One who is endowed with the birth and death, etc. How can you call him Amruta Mabhaya? Ibn Brahma iritu bhedina sarvathaduryojan. Bhedina means what? Bhedi means a dualist. So for the dualist to accept jiva brahma duality, either brahma is a simple so that is Samadhi Karanam. This is Brahma. Esha Atma, is Amrutam, Abhayam, Etat Brahma. How do you explain that? So how do they explain? Sarvam Gaunam. They say everything is Gaunam. Amrutam, Abhayam, Atma, everything is Gaunam. Asankuchita, Vijnataya, Brahmatu Uktamedi, Gaunatvam, Tena Prakaritam. Why do you call Atma as Brahma, Jivatma as Brahma? So Brahma is one that is limitless. So Jivatma can be called Brahma in some word. Asankuja, Vijnataya. Because he has all the knowledge and therefore also in a secondary sense, Jivatma also can be called Brahma. Can be called Brahma. So, even Advaita apada bhya. In this manner, because of fear that somehow he will land into non-duality. That prajapati is interpreted upadesha. To interpret that as duality of Jiva Brahma is very difficult. In case that his own interpretation may land him into accepting the non-duality apada bhya. Upadesha Vakyani Sarvanyabi Gaunadaya Tena Vyakhyayante. Then we explain all these Vakyas Gaunadaya. 
wherever the Mahavakya is there, which reveals the identity of Jiva and Brahma, he explains that all those Vakyas are only in a secondary sense. This is how the question is, how come Upanishad being the same and Vakyas being same, how do different Acharyas arrive at different interpretations? Depends on which one you take primary and which one you take secondary. So Vashyakara will take all Mahavakyas in a primary sense. If there are Vakyas involving duality, he will take them in secondary sense. So Dva, Suparana, Sayuja, Sakhaya, he will say Dva, as though two. Those fellows will take two as, you know, in the primary sense. Similarly also, so there is a duality. Sudipta, Pavaka, Yusulinga, like sparks emerging from the fire. So that's the Amshamshi Bhava. That also is taken in primary. Here you take in secondary sense. So Vedanta also takes many vakyas in secondary sense. For Vedanta, all the Susti vakya also is all secondary. The creation of the universe also is not again primary sense. If there is creation is real, in that case, non-duality can't be real. So non-duality can be real only when the duality is mithya, not otherwise. So creation has to be mithya, then only non-duality can be satyam. So for then the whole, the whole section, talking about creation of Vedantins, or only purpose is to point out the non-duality, but doesn't not be taken literally. So kamayata, bhusya, prajaya, he desire, man become many. So if Bhagavan becomes many, they cannot be, then they will become shamsi bhava. Depends on what do you mean by many. If manyness is like the two birds, then there is duality. If manyness is like a fire from which sparks are emerging, then there is amshamshi bhava. So all those things are taken in a secondary sense by Vedanta. Bhavakya is taken in primary sense. Those fellows take all those vakyas in one way or other in primary sense, then Bhavakya is taken in the secondary sense. Meaning that the Upanishads, etc., do not simply land themselves in a straightforward manner. There were proper interpretation is required. That's what Brahma Sutra is supposed to be. But Brahma Sutra themselves interpreted in all these ways. Each Acharya finds his justification of duality or Vishistra Dvaita from Brahma Sutra also. So they find justification of their, their conclusions, both Upanishad as well as from Brahma Sutra. So, because Prasthana Trai, all the three are accepted as Pramanam by all of them. So all of them have commented upon Brahma, the Upanishads, Bhagavad Gita and Brahma Sutra. But the conclusion they have found the justification for their conclusions. Here, so Upadesha Vakyani Sarvani Api Gaunatayatena Vyakhyayande The dualist explains all these Vakyas Gaunataya in a secondary sense. Yada Ega Vijnayana Sarvijnana Vakyam By knowing one, you know everything, Vedanta takes it in primary sense. They take it only in a secondary sense. Primary sense, when there is non-duality. Secondary sense, when duality. If you are different from me, there is no way that I can know you to yourself, to you know you totally, you know. <coughs> Tattvamasi Vakyam So Tattvamasi, Vedanta takes in a primary sense, Tasya Tvamasi, Tasmin Tvamasi, etc., etc. In that manner, so Tattvam is taken as a compound word. And then it is always tasyatvamasi, tatsvintvamasi, shasti tatpurusha, sattami tatpurusha, whatever. Yatra nanya pasyadi divakyam, nanya pasyadi, nanya shranodi, nanya vijayanadi. That's a description of briefly. And that is presented as a wise person's vision. But that is, how can he move about? A wise person is jivan mukta. 
then he also conducts his vivara. Does not see anything, does not hear anything. How is any vivara possible? Then Vakya also is in the secondary sense. Idancha prajapati upadesha vakyam. Only vakya prajapati also. Where he says, Eshatma, Idamutam, Abhayam, Etat Brahma, all of them also is in the secondary sense. Taitriye, Seshayam Purushe, Yesha Samaditya, Sahikaha. So Vedantic teachers are found about 11 to 12 of, you know, Vakyas, all the statements of Upanishads, which reveal the identity between Jiva and Brahma. So four Mahavakyas or Vashyagara is accepted. But then other Satyam, Jnanamandam, Brahma, Sahasthayam, Purusha, Yasya, Savaditya, Seka is also looked upon as another Mahavakya and so on. Iti, etat sharira gata, jivantaryami, aditya jivantaryami, ah, so sahasthayam, Purusha, Yasya, Savaditya, Seka, there is Taitriya Vakya. So what does Vedan mean say? Saishchayam Purushe, the consciousness that is in this person. So, so is, then what is it? Then, Yascha, so Saishcha, Yascha, Yascha, so Aditya. Aditya is taken as Ishwara, as Samashti. But Aditya is taken as Aditya, then. He says, Eta Shrikata, Jivantaryami. So, Sayaschayam Purushe, the conscious being that is in this person, that is the Antaryami, the Jivatma. Yes, Chasa, so Aditya is Antaryami in the Aditya. <coughs> so, Antaryami is one. Jiva and Brahma is not one. Antaryami is one. Iti Vyakhyana. Why should Upanishad have to teach you that Antaryami is one? Because everybody knows it to be one. See, the teaching is required when there is some notion where you think that Jiva is different from Brahma, then only there is a need to teach that Jiva is Brahma. But Antaryami is one, everybody knows. So says, Idanapekshidam. So that Antaryami in Jiva Atma and Antaryami in Aditya are one. Meaning thereby that oneness of antaryamitu, anabhaikshanam, is not required. Antaryamitasya prasaktatvat, because nobody thinks antaryamitu are different. If you take antaryamitu one, in the all living beings, the inner or the inner control is one. So you don't say he is one, when you already know it is one, there is no need to teach, or no need to specifically say that. Purusha Sabdasya Taitiriya Savayesha Purusha Annarasamityadav Shriparatva Darshanat. So, Sayaschayam Purusha Yascha Savaditya. So, how does the Purusha mean this body? Because Purusha also is using Taitiriya Upanishad for the body. Yascham Itatrai Purusha. Shaiva Tatrasta Jiva Upta Evokta Na Paramatmayati Jiva Brahmaikya Upadesha Suspashta. So, Sayaschayam Purushe, Yascha Savadite, both are the Upadhi, body means Upadhi. The conscious being that obtains an individual Upadhi, and the one that obtains the Gandhi, he is Samashti, is one. <coughs> so, therefore, it is not the being that is in the jiva or paramatma, the being that is in the individual upadhi and the cosmic upadhi. <coughs> it is jiva brahma ikya upadesha suspashtaha. In all these passages of upadesha, the instruction about the identity of jiva and brahma is very clear. Even katha, similarly go to any other upanishad also, it becomes very clear. <coughs> so all this was a refuting the conclusion that Prajapati is teaching the duality or difference between Jiva and Brahma, that's how the whole, and that 
here it is interpreted that way, and wherever any passages were there, which should properly be interpreted in identity, they all interpreted them in duality. So then this was the refuting of that. Okay. So, upajanam idam shairam tannasmaran. He does not remember this body. Pandini says, Yathokta dehasmrata kanupattiheti. All right. So what is wrong about remembering that body anyway? How come he doesn't remember that body? Anupatti means what is illogical about it, what is unreasonable about it. So Vashyaka says, last sentence, Tatsmaranehi dukhamevasyar if he remembers that body, then he'll become miserable. Remembering as identity, identified with the self, that would create misery definitely. Dukkhatmagatvatasya. Here, what Bhashyagara seems to be, he doesn't remember the body at all. Because body means dukkhatmaka. Body means of the nature of dukkha, that it doesn't remember. Having said it, then that raises some questions. <coughs> Page 419. Vidusha muktasya anuvadeya asmarane dushram asangade. See, there is always a possibility of smriti or remembrance of anything that you have experienced. Yasmriti sa anuho purvika. So, whatever you experienced in the past, there is always a possibility that it can become the object of a memory. To say that he has experienced his body in the past, and to say that he never remembers it. So, Anubhuta deha smarane. If he has not experienced something and does not remember, that's quite all right. But if he experiences the body as his own self and doesn't remember, so dusham asangade, then it seems to defy the basic law. That what is anubhuta and what is experience will or can become the object of a memory. So you can't say he doesn't remember. You don't have to remember. Memory comes anyway. Remembering is one thing, but the memory coming into mind is another thing. So what you experience in the past, when in the present the situation arises, that triggers the memory. So memory is triggered in our mind by factors other than ourselves. So sometimes you don't have a choice in not remembering anyway, otherwise people would have been much happier. Swamiji, I can't forget it, you know. For the whole life people cannot forget some very painful events or shocking events. Understand it. But the point is that in the home also I remember him. Everything reminds. Everything triggers a memory of that person who has passed away. So you don't have a choice not remembering. How do you say that he does not remember that body? So dushram ashankara there seems to be a dushram or a defect in this case to say that upajanam nasdan nasmara. So next page. Or if you go to the other tika, line 24. Nanu puram dehatadakam abhagitapena anubhudam tateva idanim smartavyam. Puram dehatadakam abhagitapena anubhudam. See, he experienced, when he was ignorant, like anybody else, he looked upon body as his own self. Abhadhidam means that there is nothing that will deny or that will falsify his conclusion that I am the body. The thing is that when I take the body as myself, there is no experience that anyway say you are not the body. In fact, whatever I experience seems to only confirm that I am the body for an ignorant person. So, abhārita pena, 
There is no experience, no event. In the realm of ignorance, which will in any way falsify your conclusion that I am the body. So that time, body was your atma. Undeniably, abadi tattva, meaning that no perception, no experience in any way falsified or denied the conclusion that I am the body. So that is how earlier he experienced the body, what? Earlier he experienced the body in his own self. Tathaiva idanim svartavyam. So today also when he remembers the body, he will remember the same manner which he experienced the last time, earlier. Earlier he experienced the body in his own self. So the memory also will be body as myself. In the moment that comes, there is dukkha. Anyatha asarvanyatmam syat. Suppose now, for whatever reason, he doesn't remember the body at all, even though body has been experienced. That means that he does not know something. Something has gone out of his knowledge, you know, the, the, the realm of his knowledge. So radar of his knowledge, you can say, something has gone out. So he is no more sarvanya. He doesn't know that body. Tatasya, tasmarne, dukkham syat. So for a wise person with sarvajna, all-knowing, that body also will sometime or the other become the object of his knowledge and then dukkha will come. So you comment something and then land yourself in all kinds of, you know, this... Uh, so last time also we saw the discussion, same passage, long discussions, same thing is going on here because Vashikara seems to have chosen to interpret these words in literal sense. Anyway, so, say the Vashya, Nanu Anutam Chet Nasmare Asavanyatvam Muktasya This Sarvajnyatva also is taken in primary sense. That wise person is all-knowing, you know, this also Vedanta doesn't accept. He knows everything is Brahman, that's all. He doesn't have the knowledge of everybody's birth and death and he doesn't know how many stars are there and stuff. To accept that kind of omniscience is not Vedanta. There are those who accept that kind of omniscience, like Jains will accept that kind of omniscience, Trikala Jnana, Mokdas. So they think that an enlightened person is, you know, he knows past, present and future. So that's Kaivali Jnana, etc. So this is their ideal idea of knowledge, of wisdom. Vedanta is all upadika. This is called Vishesha Jnana. I know this and that, etc. is all Vishesha Jnana. Then this is Brahmani Samaja Jnana. But that is a part and glory and you know, they are all Vishesha Jnana. Vishesha Jnana is always the attribute of the Vishesha Upadhi. A given mind knows the thing in a given way. Wise person also knows the Vishesha. All particular things wise person also knows through his mind and sense organs. If for whatever reason he doesn't have eyes or he lost his eye, he won't see the colors. You can't insist that he needs colors anyway. Because this seeing, that kind of Vishesha Jnana is always the Upadika level, not a Swarupa level. So Swarupa is Sarvajna, not Upadika but if you think that sarvajna in the primary sense, a sarvajna to muktasya, supposedly sarvajna brahma with his sarvajna. But I don't know, that also is, is uh, it becomes hirandhikarva. Hirandhikarva knows everything, so as hirandhikarva he knows everything. Whether such a thing is ever can happen or not, but anyway, so what kind of meditation was to learn for how many lifetimes to actually become hirandhikarva? The Hiranyagarbha accepted an entity, you know. Somebody became Hiranyagarbha by virtue upasana, karma upasana. So that is also uh, described. But all we can say is the Paramatma alone manifests Hiranyagarbha and Virad, and that's it. Not some Jivatma became Virad in Hiranyagarbha. But this is what the upasana the other Vedas. Where an upasaka becomes Hiranyagarbha. If you meditate long enough on Brahma, you become Brahma. So today's Brahma who creates was some jiva someday in the past and by virtue of his karma upasana has become Brahma. 
Therefore, he has a certain, uh, you know, the, the jurisdiction and certain lifespan, etc. So, Brahma also will come to an end, that then his life is what, hundred years and whatever it is. So, that's all right. Sometimes what happens is, in order to glorify Param Brahma, you de-glorify everybody else and you call them all Jiva. So, here, Jiva Hrindhika also is called Jiva by Vedanta. Maybe, okay. So, Nasmare, so then the Tika says, line 25, because this Tika Kara is more practical. So remembrance is Abhaditaya, Abhaditataya, Nasmare. So today also you may remember that body, but not as it did earlier, not as it experienced. His experience was the body as a self. Today no one remembers body. He remembers body, but not body as a self. Abhadita means a self. Only one thing, the Abhadita, or which is non-denial, non-negative, is a self. Because self is there at all times and places and this and what not. If body is self, then body also becomes Abhadita. So formally, since body was taken with self, body also has to become Abhadita. Because wherever he is, at what time, at all times, places, situations, he is there and body also is there. But now there is no more the case. Now he knows himself as different from body. So if he remembers body, he remembers only as an entity different from himself or him different from body. Body is not different, but he is different from the body. Tat abhayatatsvas tasya mithyagnana adhinatvat Because to remember body as a self shows only mithyagnana. So every ignorant person remembers body as his own self. Mithyagnana means there is false knowledge. But he doesn't have that. Therefore even if he remembers body, he will not remember body as his own self. Tasya te jnanena nashre bhayata anurti matrena smaranepi so, tasyate jnāyena se, tasyate mithya jnāna se, jnāna, mithya jnāna. Looking upon oneself as body, jnāna, nāsitattvāt, because that is already destroyed, and the body is no more there. Bhādita anubhutti mātrena. And still Vāśyakāra said that the wise person also needs to have some kind of ahamma bhāva in his body. The wise person also to function in the day-to-day life also functions as though he is an individual. And there is some relationship with that body, which is the ahaya, like an actor, who superimposes upon himself the beggarliness and then acts as a beggar. So wise person also for the sake of vyavara superimposes that you know, body upon himself and only functions that way. There is the bhārita anubhutti. Anubhutti is there, body is there, but bhārita, there is no more I-ness in that body. So body continues as a functioning entity. He continues as though an entity functioning through the body. But no more there is a identification with the body. Therefore, Smaranepi Paramatataya Tasmana Abhavat. Therefore, even when this wise person remembers his body, he is no more remembering body as itself. So Paramatataya Tasmana Abhavat. In, in real sense, he doesn't remember the body. That is remembering any tomtik and any ghatapata he remembers, he remembers the body. Simply remembering non-self doesn't create any problem in it. Na dukkha, na dukkha prapti. So, so not remembering is what? Not remembering as his own self. Not not remembering swarupataya, not remembering at all that everything goes out of his, you know, is blocked out of his memory. That cannot be. The whole, the whole child, everything is blocked out of memory. The whole life up to the point when he became enlightened, up to that he looked upon everything as real. 
So his high body, he remembers the world also is real. Then that will cause dukkha. So you can't say he doesn't remember anything. No more remembers them as real. So body is no more the self and world is no more real. Therefore, no dukkha prapti. So dukkha prapti or becoming unhappy is not a result of memory, result of the identification. And that part is no more there. It is body doesn't, is not the cause of dukkha. It is the identification with the body that is the cause of dukkha, which he doesn't have anymore. So asarvadnyata dusham nirakaroti vashyagara refutes or deny the dosha or the defect. When it said that he does not remember the body, that brings about some of the difficulties, Bhashyakara denies that or shows how that will not happen. So Bhashyakara says, Naisha dosha That dosha, Nirvika is not there. Okay, we'll continue. Om Purnamadar Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankarasayam Keshavam Bararayanam Sutravasya Bhutavande Bhagavadavunapuna Ishvaro Guratmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyomavadyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtayanaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Pyo Namaha Hari Om